quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. Oh, struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the Fairways of I-4 live from the tap room at beautiful Dubstred Golf Course in downtown Orlando. One of my favorites in the area. Plus, it's only five minutes from my house. Oh, this place is packed. They do the rounds here. It's a beautiful night. We are celebrating the 18th anniversary of our very own homegrown regional publication, Florida Golf Central Magazine. And uh, Terry Purdom, the publisher, having a great little shindig here tonight, Will P., and we're happy to be part of this celebration. How long have you known Terry? Longer than I want to admit. Yeah, I think I've known her for eight years. Terry is, you know, just uh, an inspiration in terms of somebody who's been able to start a magazine from scratch. And in today's world of many publications going away, she's continued to put out an amazing publication. And we're going to talk more to her next segment. We also want to announce our partnership with the Big Summer Golf Card, your guide to a summer of great golf. The Big Summer Golf Card is now expanding into Orlando to bring all Orlando and Central Florida golfers just great deals on golf all summer. This uh, card has been around on the West Coast for a long time, Will Perry, and now here in Orlando. In fact, we're going to participate in a tournament. They're inviting people out to uh, play at Disney on Monday for 25 bucks. You can come out and play the Disney Palm Course. It's a 1 o'clock shotgun. To find out more, you can go to our website, thegolfinsiders.com, and for $60, you can buy the summer big summer golf card, play from... May until the end of October, Will, and some cases, some of the courses, all the way through to December. OCN's on the list. Isn't Black Bear as well? Black Bear's on the list. Um, uh, oh, there's, I mean, you name it, any popular course you want to play in this area, they're on the list, and you get to play the, the lowest published round uh, of the day when you go out and you use your card. Lots of, lots of benefits, too. They have the Big Money Golf Tour every month. They draw for prizes with all the people Everyone that Everyone likes free swag and when it comes to golf. And we only partner with people that give away That's true. swag. That's true. So we are going to uh, go to one of our favorite golf insiders right now to talk about what's going on. Uh, the Valero from last weekend, and we're moving on to Zurich on the PGA Tour. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you guys doing today? We are doing great, and uh, we're live at a big event here, Bob, uh, celebrating Florida Golf Central Magazine's 18th anniversary. And are you at? Uh, are you in New Orleans? No, I am not. Unfortunately, uh, great, great event this week too. A, a nice different spin on things. I wish I could have gone. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you've got to stay home and, you know, I know, uh, get some time off. But let's talk a little bit about this new format, uh, Team Golf. I know, I love it. I just can't get enough of, you know, that Ryder Cup, President's Cup kind of action. And having played in some of those tournaments, there is no pressure like alternate shot. Correct. And I, I just think it's a terrific idea to do something different. Uh, this is a time of year that's kind of slow on the PGA Tour. 
You know, it's it's sort of golf's doldrums where we're three weeks after the Masters, we're still another two weeks until the players and and another seven weeks until the U.S. Open. And, and why not do something a little bit different and a little bit um, offbeat? And, and the players certainly have responded, seven of the top 11 in the world. And as you noted, you know, two of the days are alternate shot or foursomes, and that is a very difficult format. We see it in the Ryder Cup, and for a great tournament it's it's just something different something we don't see all the time and and why not do this once a year in fact maybe this will spur them to come up with a couple of other different formats that they could just to sort of break up the routine yeah and on friday and sunday they'll be playing four ball which is you know best ball so it, it really does make it mix it up and it makes for great television it really does I think so. I, uh, you know, the uh, the fact that guys are on each other, um, thing that we're not used to seeing. Uh, you know, Friday or excuse me, Thursday and Saturday are going to go relatively quickly because there's only going to be two balls in play in each group. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm just curious to see how it all goes down. I, uh, uh, it's not match play like the Ryder Cup, but but foursomes and four ball is what we see in the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup and the team competitions. And, you know, frankly, this ought to only help those players, you know, when those competitions come around, just a little bit more exposure to doing it this way. So we've got some big duos like Henrik Stenson, Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, Jason Day. Um, I mean, even Bubba Watson and, and J.B. Holmes playing together. Does that necessarily, do you think that's going to favor some of those, those kind of more big-time groups with some of the, the top echelon of players? Or, you know, can anybody really kind of come through and win this sort of format? Yeah, I, I, I really do think it's possible that we could see somebody we're not talking about or thinking about, uh, you know, simply because, um, well, for two, two things. In the better ball part of it, you know that that might just be one hot guy, and and you can you can get on a roll knowing that you've got a partner to back you up, and if you've got a guy who's aggressive and swinging well and 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 hitting it close uh, and and making a bunch of birdies, you know he he knows that maybe taking a chance uh, he can get away with it because he's got his partner there to hopefully make a par for him if things go bad. Uh, you know, so so that could happen in any group. These guys are all have their names on their bags and uh, and are capable of making a lot of birdies. The um, the alternate shot part is is I think you know the is is a little bit of the unknown here. Um, you know, how are guys responding to being put in places they're not used to? Uh, how are they at responding to going uh, you know long stretches without swinging a club? Uh, you know, you you might hit your drive on a on, on a hole, and then your partner hits it close, uh, and you putt, and then your partner's going to be hitting the drive on the next hole, and then you're hitting a shot. It, you know, you you might go a, a long stretch of time before you have to hit an iron shot. Say, all those things they have to work out and deal with. So I think that kind of creates some unknown there. It sounds like some of the players are really getting into it with some, uh, you know, there are a few that are playing for their country. Um, there are some that are playing for their collegiate teams. And they also said that the wives may be getting involved in this as well. So I, I think there could be some really fun atmosphere going on. And no better place than New Orleans for that. 
Exactly. I mean, what what they've done here is given a tournament that had difficulty attracting a strong field uh, a nice boost. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, there's going to be more tension on it. I think a lot of people are going to tune in just to check it out and see what it's like. Uh, I, I hope it works. I hope uh, the players enjoy it and want to embrace it. I mean, you know, and I think there's a lot of other possible pairings that could happen in in, in years to come with players who are skipping it this year. I think you'll you'll see that possibility. It'll be interesting to see if guys come back and keep the same partner or if they switch it up. Um, We're talking about you know I, I'm a little fearful of of, um, of you know I guess it's a hundred and a hundred and sixty players, eighty groups. Uh, that's that's a lot for the first two days, especially on Friday when it'll be best ball. You know that's a hundred and eighty golfers all play, or excuse me, hundred and sixty golfers all playing their same ball. But uh, you know I think that's the only negative I see right now. I think. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential for this, and I, I really do hope it works and that, that it's embraced and, and just gets better and, and might open up some eyes to, to different formats at other times of the year. You know, there could be another team format or there, we could do a different kind of stable for events or just something that's, that's out of the norm uh, from, the, you know, from the usual week-to-week 72-hole stroke play. Talking to Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Bob, your thoughts on Kevin Chappell finally breaking through. He was probably one of the hottest golfers not to win last year. Came close several times, had uh, three top... Four. Four top... Four top... And a third. Four, four second places and a third. Uh, you know, uh, we knew it was time for Kevin and just a, a great win on Sunday. And it was great how he won. You know, to make a birdie on the 72nd hole... You know, to avoid a playoff uh, was really clutch. Uh, that was great to see that. And uh, uh, you're right. You know, he knocked on the door a bunch. Uh, I think it was fairly, you know, obvious that uh, he was going to win a tournament pretty soon. And, and, and he did. But, you know, until you get it done, <laughs> there's always going to be that doubt. And so good for him that he got it accomplished and got it, got it taken care of and you know, that's a guy who, uh, you know, who can be a factor in majors. I mean, he's, he's knocked, knocked it around close a few times, and, and, you know, why couldn't he now add to this? I think now that he's busted that door down, there's a good chance that he, that he can do it some more. Bob, I want to get your thoughts on the uh, USGA and the RNA issuing a new decision on the rules of golf to limit the use of video evidence. This is becoming effective immediately. It puts in place two standards for the Rules Committee to limit the use of video. Uh, The first standard limits evidence that cannot be reasonably seen by the naked eye. The second relies on reasonable judgment to determine a specific location when applying the rules. I think we all know with the travesty that happened in the ANA to Lexi Thompson, this second part of the ruling would have made a big difference. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think it's great that they've taken this step. I, you know, there's some of us who wonder what took them so long. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the whole video part of the game, you know, I, I still have trouble with her being assessed any penalty whatsoever because in real time, how do you notice that she mismarked that ball? I just, you know, it, it obviously you have to zero in on it. 
you have to the, the camera has to be right at the ball. And basically the, the standard now is if somebody close to it could have seen it, that's going to be viewed as, you know, the sort of the standard for, for, um, for video evidence to be used. Well, you would have had to have been right next to her, like bending over, looking down at her marking up one-foot putt. Who's going to do that? You know, and, and yet she's getting vilified for mismarking it. Now she, the, the video clearly points out that she did mismark the ball. Um, but how do you see that in real time in, at that speed? You, you, you need to have that video, and to, to see that at the time, I just think it's impossible. Um, and I'm, so I'm glad they've done this. Now, they might have opened up a can of worms in trying to judge what we are just talking about right there. You know, my judgment of it is, yeah, the video shows that the, she didn't replace her ball properly. How could you have known that at the time, though? How could anybody have spotted that? Um, I, it just doesn't seem to, to, to hold water. So at least now, though, and, and obviously the reasonable judgment thing, you know, did she, with reason, you know, was reasonable to think that she marked it okay? An official might say, yeah, you know, she picked it up real quick, tried to line up her ball, put it right back down and putted it with the idea that maybe she just wanted to get it over with and didn't want to, didn't want to hold up play. You know, there's so many things there. So uh, I just feel bad for her. I thought four strokes was excessive. You know, obviously, if, they, if she would have just gotten the two strokes for the infraction, she wins the tournament. You know, so it's um, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that these new things that they proposed in March, now this, that we're moving towards a more simpler uh, and also a more uh, common sense approach to the rules. Absolutely, and something that will benefit the game all the way around. So, Bob, as we break away here, who is your pick? Who's going to be your winning team on Sunday at the Zurich? Well, I didn't exactly uh, go out on a limb here, but I went with uh, Stenson and Rose. Um, Justin won the gold medal. Stenson won the silver medal at the Olympics. They've got a lot of Ryder Cup experience in these formats. They've actually played as a team in the Ryder Cup, uh, and they're two of the best ball strikers around. So uh, I, I just have – I just like – and, you know, Justin's won that tournament as an individual in New Orleans. I just sort of like all of that together combined. They're one of the first teams to announce. So uh, I think they got a lot of karma going for them here. I agree. I think you would call that a stout That's a super team. (laughs) Super team, indeed. Bob Herrick from ESPN, thank you so much as always. And uh, we're just a couple weeks out from the Players' Championship. We'll be seeing you up the road here in a couple of weeks, my friend. Thanks so much as always. Bob Herrick, ESPN.com. You're listening to Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game, live from Dubstrad in the tap room. We'll be back with more golf talk. Stay with us.